You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Broadway fans. Welcome back to another episode of What's Up, Broadway. I'm back with my co-host, Martine. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. How was your weekend? I think you have interesting things to talk about it. Yeah. Oh, my God. So much happened this weekend, including Dana H opening night. But we'll get into that a little bit later. I took a quick trip to Chicago, which was so it was like such a last minute thing. Um, The producers of Paradise in the Square requested that me and a few other people travel to Chicago to get like a first glimpse of Paradise Square. Um, before it comes to Broadway in February. And let me tell you, I can't talk too much about the show, but that show is a hit. Joaquina, who played, I think her last show was Slave Play. She, I didn't know she can sing because she's, I've seen her act Mm -hmm. so much. Like, holy crap. Like, I cannot wait. Broadway is not ready for this show. And I know that (laughs) the producer is a bit controversial, but beyond that, the show is wonderful. I was told that it was a part, it was the last part of a trilogy, and that would be Showboat, Ragtime, and then Paradise Square, which is interesting to me, the concept, but I get it. But you know, everyone loves Ragtime, but Paradise Square is coming. It's, I can't wait. wait for that. On that note, let's get into some Broadway breaking news. So Manhattan Theater Club announced a one week extension for Lackawanna Blues, which I'm so excited about because they canceled so many performances because of Ruben Santiago Hudson's back injury. Um, And I have yet to see the show. So I'm really happy that it's been extended. And now I, I have my tickets. I'm ready. So excited. So Lackawanna Blues will now play the Samuel J. Friedman Theater through November 7th. Very happy about that. Also, Devon Williams was named executive director of Broadway Black. Broadway Black was founded in 2012 by Drew Shade and is a -a one-of-a-kind multimedia platform dedicated to highlighting the achievements and successes of Black theater artists on and off the Broadway stage. Devon is an international performer, a delegate for the Actors' Equity Association, and a TED Talk alum. And I know personally how thrilled Drew is that Devon is now part of his team. Very happy about that. Congratulations to Broadway Black and their ever-expanding team. Also, Creative Goods Merchandise has launched a new buying program allowing theater goers to purchase merchandise from their seats 
Hallelujah, Martine. Hallelujah. Patrons can purchase items by scanning a QR code, which will appear on signs around the theater and place the order from their mobile devices. The merchandise will be then available to pick up inside the theater after the show. The program is now available at Waitress, Hamilton, and Tina, and then it will arrive at Company, Dare Evan Hansen, Jagged Little Pill, Mrs. Doubtfire, and MJ the Musical when the shows reopen. I can't tell you, the the waitress and Hamilton lines are ridiculous for buying merch. Like, yeah. ridiculous. If I can just go to my seat, order what I want, and then just on the way out, pick up my, my goods, like, <laughs> I'm very excited about that. Yes, me too. Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS traditional in-theater red bucket fundraiser has been put on hold until 2022. In this effort to help shows return back safely and have eight shows a week with that crazy schedule, this was the best idea in the end. You can still donate though at the Broadway Cares website. Also, the Book of Mormon will celebrate their return by holding a free fan performance on Thursday, November 4th. Those who wish to enter the chance to attend it will have to share who their metaphorical mission companion is, and we will leave all that information on this episode's show notes. Let's get into some casting and show openings. Dana H. held its opening night on Sunday evening, and what a beautiful night it was. Dana H. tells the harrowing true story of a woman held captive in a series of Florida motels for five months. This play is directed by Les Waters and written by Obie award-winning playwright Lucas Nath. Here are what some of the critics had to say. Adam Feldman at Time Out said, quote, Watching Dana H. is like listening to a fascinating true crime podcast. And part of the interest in this mysteries that adhere to Dana's account, which may be distorted by trauma and time. There are things she can't explain about what happened to her. And at times you wonder what she is leaving out or perhaps what Lucas Nath has chosen not to include. Helen Shaw at Vulture said, quote, the story, too, has suspense, motion, revelation, exposition, all the components that critics like to tick off with their little pencils. Jonathan Mandel at New York Theater said, quote, Dana H. is unlike any play you've ever seen on Broadway. Wow. Great reviews all around. Very happy to see that. And we also have a few interviews we captured live from the Dana H. red carpet. Let's welcome director Les Waters. How important is it for you to be on Broadway with this show? I think it's both important as a kind of professional honor, but also important to have uh, this woman's voice heard on stage. You know, because obviously the big thing for us all is whose voices are being heard on stage now. And for Dana H.'s extraordinary story to, to be witnessed by everybody um, is hugely important, I think. Now, I have no experience of lip syncing. I mean, I only see lip syncing when I go and watch Queens perform, and they're extraordinary at it. To, so to, I've never done it before. 
I've seen very few pieces where people actually lip sync to somebody's voice. So it was a huge learning experience for all of us every step of the way. It's profoundly important that women's voices are heard and they're not dismissed. They're not dismissed or people think, oh, I don't quite believe that or that's far-fetched. Or um, it's very easy, well, it's not very easy for women to dismiss it, but it's very easy for men and straight white men like me to dismiss it. And it has to be heard and it has to be acknowledged and it has to be witnessed and things have to be done. Now we speak to actress Judy Kuhn. I think it's really great to see these both of these shows mm-hmm. come uptown. You know, I just think it broadens the audience for these shows. I think they're really important stories to tell. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think if there's a silver lining in this horrible year and a half we've had, is it's made space mm-hmm. in the commercial world for theater like this. Mm-hmm. And um, I just... I, I just hope it finds a broader audience because it's an incredible piece of theater mm-hmm. teenage, as is is this room. They're both incredible. And this this show specifically has started a conversation. Well, continued the conversation on safety of women. Yes. Around America and the globe. Yes. Is there anything in particular you want to add to that conversation? Oh my God! Do you have an hour? Um, <laughs> No, I mean, I, I think that it's a conversation that we don't have enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a re- it's really important for people to really examine this mm-hmm. and to see how vulnerable women are in certain mm-hmm. circumstances. And women are always blamed for their vulnerabilities mm-hmm. rather than the men who put them in that situation. So, you know, we, we need to continue to have this conversation. Next up is Is This a Room star, Emily Davis. How important is it for a show like Dana H to be on Broadway? Uh, I think it's working on uh, a couple of different levels. It's the, the, the model of, uh, that this producing team has put forward to give these shows the opportunity to take this kind of like space and to, to get this kind of audience as a could um, could sort of set a, a new precedent for how we work on or like how, what sorts of shows are being invited to Broadway. Um, I think that we are joining like a car that already started driving in terms of maybe changing what some things look like. <laughs> um, I think that Dee Dee's performance is so especially full of a kind of like inarticulable nuance and it's not something that you even see I mean anywhere on, on stage and so um, for her to have the, this and the, the huge the enormity of the of this is I think really exciting for that reason alone and both is this a room and Dana H have continued the conversation about the safety of women in particular in America is there anything that you want to add to that conversation I think that I try to add to the conversation through performance because it's such a tricky thing to even try to like put into words, mm-hmm. I guess, is yeah. maybe the best answer I can give <laughs> to that. Lastly, we speak to Jesse Tyler Ferguson. 
How important is it for a show like Dana H and Is This the Room to be on Broadway? These are very two small shows that had a small run at the Vineyard and now they're on Broadway. Um, well, I mean, they're very ambitious and they really challenge an audience. They are pushing the format. Um, and I think, you know, it's a really brave thing to bring two shows like this back to Broadway when Broadway's just reopening. And we're, you know, they're uh, they're nestled in between shows like Phantom of the Opera and Moulin Rouge. I think it's really exciting to give audiences the opportunity to see some of this stuff that started downtown and is really pushing the envelope. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Sheets Creek star Noah Reed will join the cast of The Minutes when the play returns to Broadway this spring. He replaces Army Hammer, who withdrew from the production citing a focus on his health and family last spring. The departure came as Harmer faced allegations of sexual assault. Eric Bergen will rejoin the cast of Waitress as Dr. Pometer. I'm really excited for this. For some selected performances during its return Broadway engagement at the Ethel Barrymore Theater. He previously performed in this role in the summers of 2018 and 2019 during Waitress's initial Broadway run. Also joining the Waitress cast on October 19th are Nick Dodani taking over the role of Ogie, Ben Thompson taking over as Earl, and Jennifer Nettles stepping into the lead role of Jenna, which I think we have pictures already. The play That Goes Wrong has announced its casting for its return to New World Stage Off-Broadway this October 15th. The company will feature Jesse Aronson as Max, Ryan Vincent Anderson as Trevor, Brent Bateman as Robert, Bartley Bowes as Dennis, Matt Harrington as Chris, Ashley N. Hildreth as Annie, Chris Lansley as Jonathan, and Maggie Weston as Sandra. The cast also includes Damian Brett, Laura Dondre, Ellie McPherson, and Sid Solomon. On that note, let's move into some theater socials. So, theater socials have been <laughs> a hot. thing. Yeah. Hot tea <laughs> over the past couple of days. Um, I guess we'll start with like the obvious. Aladdin made a comeback after a 12-day break yes. due to a COVID-19 outbreak. I mean, I'm happy because this cast truly embodies what Aladdin is supposed to be. So I'm very happy that it came back. But also this show should be an example of why we need to remain masked, why we need to be vaccinated, yeah. why we need to be tested. Like the this show should be the example. And I know that people are taking to Twitter and other so socials to show that like 
Aladdin is the pinnacle example of why we need to continue to be masked. What are your thoughts? We had to go through this on Broadway. Like the West End had gone through multiple closings due to COVID breakouts and Broadway was not going to be an exception. Unfortunately, it was Aladdin, which started with a great cast and it was just kind of a mess that this happened to this show especially to this cast. But as you just said, it's an example of why we need to get either vaccinated or boosters, keep using masks, and just trying to stay safe. Mm-hmm. I'm actually scheduling my booster, so yay. Yay. Yay me. <laughs> also, what's been taking over theater socials as of lately is the JLP Australia casting. Maggie McKenna... A non-binary actor will play the lead role of Joe. Mm-hmm. The ensemble also has a slew of non-binary, non-binary actors. Lastly, what took over, really took over social media, was the waitress holiday schedule. David Gordon of Theater Mania tweeted out a picture of the waitress holiday schedule with 10 shows happening in six days and everyone was going crazy from a producer's standpoint i do want to say that i know that it's different for every show but most of the time i don't want to speak for every show because it's again broadway is not synonymous there are a ton of shows on broadway broadway is a street it's not just it's not a thing it's just a street So there are a ton of shows and they each work as their own business. But I know that for many of the shows, when you have 10 shows in six days, you're alternating cast, um, leads are not always on, you have understudies, um, people who from like, I know sometimes even people from tours come in to play some roles. So it's just like, it's always switching up. I know that sometimes that they can also use like the the main leads in the 10 shows. And that's that's sad when that happens. Um, but most of the time they're alternating cast because, you know, holiday is a time that people are really tourists are really traveling to New York City to see the tree lighting, to see, you know, celebrate whatever, you know, New York City is like. I think of Home Alone every time I think of like Christmas in New York City, because that's just it. Like Home Alone 2. That's literally Christmas in New York City is literally that. Um, And so people are traveling here. And one of the things that they plan to do is see a Broadway show or see the Rockettes. And so um, I understand the need to have 10 shows. But also, if you're going to have 10 shows as a producer, make sure that you're alternating cast and you're giving space and rest to the cast that are doing it already eight shows a week. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you. I just hope that they are not letting the same cast do those 10 shows. I always say that Broadway actors are athletes. They truly are because to do eight shows a week, look like, look at Adrian Warren killing Tina like and the movements in that show (laughs) at the end I'm tired and I have done nothing but sit and watch her (laughs) give these artists rest they deserve it they're working their butts off to put on great performances also like this also comes with the stage door thing like after a show they should be able to just go home um and rest or go out to dinner and grab a bite they shouldn't be like Mm -hmm kept another half an hour by fans 
all of this, theater socials was really hot and on fire, but let's get into some fan Q&A. We asked on Twitter, what two plus hour shows could you sit through again and again? So we have constantly talked about like 90 minutes, no intermission, in and out. We're like raving about six being 75 minutes musical in and out. But there are like some shows that you can really like sit through intermission included, but like you can really sit through and like really engage with. And what are those shows for you? First, I would say Hamilton. Mm -hmm. Like I've watched it so many times on Disney Plus. Yes, I can do this because it just engages me in so many things. Mm -hmm. And I can I can even imagine how it is in the theater. Second would be Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. I know that a lot of people Ooh. hated it. Um, <laughs> well, first hated it for the book and the story because it was way off the original saga. Um, I just loved it because it was magic on stage. Mm -hmm. And when I saw it, I saw the two parts and in the end, it was like five plus or six plus hours. And I was just there the whole time. The, since opening number to closing number. And I was like, yes, I want to see this again and again and again and again. That, that's why I was a bit sad when they announced in the comeback that they were shorting it. They were going mm. to shorten it, it um, to a one day only play. Uh, because I don't want magic being cut. <laughs> um, and finally I never saw it on stage uh, but I know that it was two hours and a half a bit more but in the heights I would see through mm. that show every single time okay in the yeah. heights was not on, on my list but I didn't give thought to that and in the heights <laughs> was definitely would be one of them but see there are two plays that I specifically would sit through again and again the first one being Angels in America. Oh my God, two parts. Literally takes the whole day to see that show. The writing, incredible. The story is incredible. The last revival of the play was like acted so beautifully. And I, I can't even tell you how many hours it is. I think it's like two and a half hours, both parts or something like that. So it's literally <laughs> a full day experience, but it's so good. So well written. I could sit through another three hours of that show. Like if there was a third part, give it to me. <laughs> the other show is the front page. The last um, production of that show was with Nathan Lane and it's based on a film. There's a film, the front page that you actually should watch Martine. I highly suggest it. But the play on Broadway, it's almost like built like the Lehman Trilogy. There's two intermissions and then a 15 minute like quick break. And so 220, 220 intermissions and a 15 minute quick break. It's not quick, but you know what I mean? That's what they say. Um, but the show, so well written, again, so well acted. And I don't want to give it away because I do hope that it comes back in the future. But that was one of my favorite shows and it was also like almost four hours in one sitting this was not two hours I mean not two parts this was like one sitting four hours but again it was so good and because I'm a journalist it also is like 
me it felt like I was in a newsroom with all these men like arguing back and forth that's literally how a newsroom is like everyone has their ideas everyone's arguing back and forth like that's just how it is and it was so well portrayed on stage Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of What's Up Broadway. You can learn more about What's Up Broadway at bpn.fm slash WUB and connect with us on Twitter at BWaypod Network. Send us a hot tip at bpn.fm slash hot tip. And please make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a rating and tune in next week for another episode of What's Up Broadway. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.